Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, Dueling Questions episode with Brian. When we have dueling questions, I do not control the narrative. I can control what I want to ask, and I get interesting answers back. But thanks to sponsors, Heritage Auctions, like the Scott Auctions, Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, CompC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. Brian, again, very entrepreneurial, but his collecting goes back from when he was a kid, and I was apparently part of his childhood in the sense of the magazines and the price guides. So enjoyable to make a new friend, and the dueling questions, you get a chance to hear what's of importance to the person I'm talking to. So thanks, Brian, for sharing your story, and here it is for everyone's listening pleasure. Do you still enjoy the cards after all these oh, years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my goal is to sell 1% a month. And okay. I'm falling woefully short of that goal, but who's going to crack the whip on me? I'm enjoying the hobby as a hobbyist, which means I'll buy and sell and trade a little bit. I'm pretty retired, but I have a lot of cards and I need to be responsible about them. And when people come over, I have a card cave, card room that people can see. People in my family have said, Brian, are you sure you really want to start a bit of your career into the card space? Because you might fall out of love with the hobby if you're too close to it for too long. Okay. And that's why it's nice to ask you. If oh, I know. But now it is a challenge to go from a hobby, which it was for me as a kid and as a young person and as a dealer, and then to be a publisher and an entrepreneur. And I wound up being a CEO, which I didn't like being a CEO. I wanted to be hands-on with the cards. So since I've sold the company, now I'm a free agent. I can do whatever I want to. Yeah. I enjoy solving problems, and that's the kind of CEO I was. But I found out that it's more fun to solve other people's problems <laughs> and your own. In fact, when you're the CEO, the only problems that come across your desk are the tough ones that the people that you hired can't you figure so out. You're so right about that. And the so, CEO stuff, not yeah, But I still enjoyed it, and I am turning it back into a hobby. It's really different good. because I'm not OCD, but I am compulsive. Like yeah. you, if I get started yeah. on a set, I'm going to want to complete it. Yep. And so I've revamped all my stuff to alphabetical. Brilliant. No sets, I just collect certain players. I keep them in boxes that are alphabetized. Do you ever yeah. open packs still? Uh, or more about in like my podcast, I'll do some pack opening episodes. Sometimes I'll get boxes from the card companies. I want a, a lot from Huggins and Scott. It's an assortment of blasters. And I'm just going to open them up, not on camera, but on microphone. And a lot is lost where you can't see the cards, but yeah. I can describe it. It's no big secret as a math guy. Most boxes are going to be disappointing. Yep. It's that yep. one or two that I'm going to get that are going to be exciting that either will make up for it or will just give me a lot of joy. Plus, there's fun just opening the boxes anyway. So I get a whole bunch of them coming and I'll figure out a way to do a podcast around that. Again, awesome. not so much as a business, but it's sharing my experience. So what you're doing is you're sharing your experience. That's it. Is. And how you're enjoying the hobby. And I'm doing that too. I'm just doing it in a different way. Okay, my turn for you. <laughs> I think you're really in the moment when you're doing your work. And I think that's really important. But being the analytical person I am, I'm wondering, where are you going to be and what are you going to be doing different in five years? Because mm -hmm. unlike your other ventures, it seems like you feel like the card thing has your name on it, not the name of a company. Sure. I'm not talking about your security and protection and display. I'm sure. talking about just your media presence. I think you personally enjoy that. So what's it going to be like in five years? Are you going to be doing more, less, bigger, better, same, different? Great question. That's my question. I um, can't help myself. I'm a big thinker. I take on things that uh, people say you can't do, and I go and do those things. So uh, there's a bit of a contrarian to me. Somebody says, 
you can't go make a television show in China. I go and spend a year and a half living in China to go make it happen. Make some big deals and contracts happen that people said were impossible. With where I'm going, I have to work with people I love and I have to be working on projects that I feel inspired by. I've had opportunities to take on gigs throughout my whole life that would have paid me a significant amount more money, but I've gone the path less taken and trodden because I want to do things that I find interesting and fun. So I see in the next five years, if everything goes well, I'm hoping to uh, return to media and entertainment. I want to make sports cards and sports and the players and everything about that. I plan on making television shows and movies. I have a great idea for a movie that involves kind of old school 1870s, the foundations of baseball. I think it would make a fantastic movie filmed in kind of the Zack Snyder stylized handlebar mustaches, old clothes, the Cincinnati red stockings the white stockings and the Americans going out to Egypt and playing baseball over there. I think there's some stunning stories of like civil war going into where Babe Ruth is actually, he's the new guy. And all these amazing things have happened with Christy Mathewson and Honus Wagner and all the other guys, Ty Cobb or whatever. I still plan on getting into movies and television and essentially merging everything I'm doing right now with the kind of protection and display business and what I'm doing on my personal kind of quests as a content maker, I am working on a lot of projects that are much larger in scale and scope and require more of the significant dollar injections, like the eight figures into these media projects so that if I'm going to do a television show or a movie, it's going to be on a massive scale and be more of something that's going to be seen by a worldwide audience that will be bringing people in across uh, lots of different cultures and people. So Five years from now, I hope I've produced my uh, baseball movie. I hope I've made my a couple of television series. And I hope I continually am traveling around the world, going to stadiums from South America to stadiums across Europe and even stadiums in Asia and trying to kind of share the love of sports cards and sports and using that as a way to tell human stories and bond people. But that's what I'm really uh, hoping to be doing. A follow-up question. Who's going to play the role of me? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt. I can't decide which uh, one. We'll see about that. That's a great question. Who do you think would play you? <laughs> I don't know, but I'll take Brad Pitt. Yeah, I think that's... There we go. I'll, I'll ask go. But Rob Veras talks about high-hanging fruit. Yeah. You know, the low-hanging fruit, everybody wants to do the easy road. And yeah. if you're taking the road less traveled, that's great, Brian. Okay, yeah. your question for me. Yeah. So I want to know, you've got sports cards and so entrenched in the hobby and your name is synonymous with sports cards. I would love to know about your bucket list outside of the sports cards. Are you a guy who wants to travel to Europe, spend the summer hanging out on the beaches of the French Riviera? Like, What's at the top of your bucket list that you must do that people might even find surprising with your background and who you are? Essentially, what haven't you done that you really want to do in this life? That's a terrible question because I'm going to sound stupid of saying there's really not much. I've been very blessed. But I will say this. The thought of taking a summer off and going somewhere would be imprisoning for me. I love where I am. I love my wife. I love where we live. I only want to take short trips. Yeah. I have a daily podcast anyway. I feel like I'm freed up to do that now. If I were to go to Europe for the summer, I'd be miserable. I'd be two weeks. But I remember I'd say, I asked Rob Vrears six months ago, I said, hey, if I were to pay you to fly out to open some packs with me and, you know, in Nashville, Tennessee, in so many months, would you want to do it? And he was like, yeah, sure. If you're going to bring me out. So I would ask the same question to you. If I was to open some packs at like the Eiffel Tower and I give you an all expense trip to come and do your podcast there, 
Is that something you would do? No offense, Brian, but probably not. There we go. <laughs> but nothing to do with you. And I'm even questioning Rob Barris that he would do that as well. What Rob would want to do if he knew yeah. you better and you knew him better would be to say, it's a deal. You come here. He's very yeah. territorial yeah, about quoting his. True. This is true. You know, he's, he's, he's Captain Burp. He's got a Taj Mahal there. <laughs> so to go somewhere else, that's not his shtick, even though I've yeah. spent a lot of time with him at the National just uh, a little while ago. But So no, I've been to the Eiffel Tower, and I'm sure you'd be a great uh, travel guy, but I actually think I have a gift for hosting. So I do a lot of hosting. I do a lot of dinners and breakfasts yeah. and lunches here. I have a back house, a boardroom, a man cave where I'll have dinners, mostly for guys. Some have been for the hobby guys, but an invitation only. And so I'd rather bring people to me than me go out of town. I don't know if that's the Japan and Okinawa kind of connection of thinking, I've seen the world. I've seen it when yeah, yeah. dad were moving. I didn't want to move. I lived in 18 houses in my first 18 years. So yeah. I've traveled enough, but short travel, my wife and I both really enjoy that. So we'll take a long weekend, lots of times, and it's not very disruptive for our life. But we have friends that go away for the summer, and we don't want to go away for the summer. We want to take a few trips here and there, but I love my life as it is. I'm not thinking I, I want to get cool. away. I love my life. Yeah, your bucket list is what you are doing right now. I love that you have this uh, peace of mind of living the life that you have chosen. It's such a rare thing. So many people have things they want or to aspire to or that they don't have. And I love that you're living the life that you want, which is beautiful. For Brian, my pro bono consulting in many cases is helping people become more self-aware. I'm not a counselor, but I'm going to yeah. ask some questions to somebody that has a business that's stalled out or yeah. some other thing. Because some of them are nonprofits, some of them are companies. Some are just men in transition. Some are women too. And yeah, they've yeah. tried things, but they're not sure what to try. And yeah. I said, well, have you ever thought about this? They said, no. I said, well, then you haven't tried everything. And so I need yeah. to do the same thing for myself, but I think I'm in a good place. Yeah. I, I am in a good place. So I don't want to go to the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I've been to the Eiffel Tower <laughs> and to the Jewels from the restaurant. It's just fabulous. Awesome. Uh, the man in the house who comes. Man